0: whether that pans out or whether this reality is reflected of that. But let's go to Luke Lloyd on this, Jim Bianco on this. Luke, to you on whether the markets are getting it right, that this is a sign uh, maybe uh, the Fed can, can cool it for a little while. What do you think?
1: Well, technically, Neil, the markets can never be wrong, right? But the market can be very irrational. So I think today's move is very irrational. What investors need to understand is that until we get a deflation read month over month, inflation isn't slowing down. So there's not much to actually cheer about. I mean, while the markets are focusing on the 7.7% year-over-year headline number, no one's talking about the 0.4% month-over-month number. And when you dig even deeper, you start to realize that... The numbers beat estimates only because of high-ticket items being impacted by a slowing housing market. What isn't slowing down are grocery costs and energy costs, which is what the majority of Americans spend their money on. Right. So when you look at the Fed funds futures only taking out a 25 basis point, um, you know, out of the Fed funds uh, terminal rate going forward, I don't think that justifies today's move in the, in the equity markets. Combine that with actually low volume on the S&P 500 and low volume on the Goliath of the investment world, like the Fang stocks. I I THINK MANY PEOPLE WOULD AGREE
0: AND AREN'T BUYING THIS NEWS. ALL RIGHT, WELL, YOU ALREADY JUST DEPRESSED ME, BUT THE FACT OF THE MATTER IS, AND, and, and JIM, uh, MAYBE I GET YOUR THOUGHTS ON THIS, THE CORE RATE, uh, WHICH TAKES OUT THAT VOLATILE FOOD AND ENERGY COMPONENT THAT LUKE WAS ALLUDING TO, WAS UP 3 tenths OF PERCENT IN THE LATEST MONTH, A LOT LESS THAN THOUGHT ON AN ANNUALIZED BASIS about uh, you know 6.7%. Again, lot, a lot less than, so 6.3%, I apologize. Uh, again, less than thought. Now, still high and still going and, and, and getting to be more of a problem, not less of a problem, but not as much as it had in prior months. That, I think, is what a lot of folks, again, might be jumping the gun on and, and, and celebrating. Are you?
2: Yeah, no, a lot of people are jumping on that. And you're right, 6.6% was last month's core. That was the highest of the cycle. You gotta go back 40 years to find another one that was higher. This one's the third highest that we've ever seen at Hmm. 6.3. The month before was 6.5. Wall Street is a junkie and it wants its drug and its drug is cheap money. So it's looking at this CPI report as the de facto Fed meeting. And it saw a miss on the headline numbers and it got all excited that the Fed is going to back off on the rate cuts. Doesn't matter what the economy's doing, doesn't matter what earnings are gonna do, as long as Jay Powell mainlines them with stimulus, they're good and they're hoping that that's what's coming and that's what the reaction you've seen in Wall Street. So it's all about the Federal Reserve and the Federal Reserve's action here. Now, the problem we're gonna have is, the higher the market goes, And Jay Powell's made this very clear all year. He wants a reverse wealth effect. He wants us to lose money so that we spend less. So if the market booms and we have a wealth effect and we feel better and want to go out and spend, he fears that's going to be higher inflation. So this might just come down to not what the data is, but where the Fed wants to target the stock market, because that seems to be what they've been doing all year.
0: So let me ask you, Luke, about um, the midterms and whether they had any impact here. Of course, it looks like Republicans will, will still take the House, albeit not as much as we thought they would take it by before. Uh, they still have a good shot at the Senate, but it, it, it could be a battle. They need to get two of the three seats that are still up for grabs, Arizona, Nevada, or Georgia. Um, is there any reflection of what's happening in trading and what ha- what's happening with these you know, slow-go results? I, I think, think the reaction, reaction was Luke, Luke first, and I will get your thoughts, Jim. I apologize. Luke? Okay.
1: Historically, if you look to midterms and and having to split Congress and gridlock, it's actually good for the markets, right? So I think there is initially some good reaction to that. But long term, I don't think it's going to have much impact because there's so many more macro things that we have to worry about. And again, Neil, I've said it to you before that this economy is in a recession right now that's being held up by credit card debt, right? So as we head to the middle of next year, I think it's going to get worse and worse and worse as consumers are forced to cut back their spending. You need to remember right now, a lot of the data points we're getting... Um, Right now, economic news that's impacting the markets are being held up by the holiday season. A lot of companies rely on Q4 to drive their business because of the holidays, especially retail businesses, right? That could be one of the main drivers of the employment data um, right now, with, uh, you know, while the tech sector lays off um, thousands of workers. But the major question you need to ask yourself is whether or not this jobs data and growth and these economic data points are actually going to be able to hold themselves um, as we enter into Q1 and Q2 of next year. That's what I'm concerned about. I think that's what the market's concerned about. well.
0: So, Jim, if it turns out that Republicans do take the House, but they fail at taking the Senate, it's still divided government, isn't it?
2: It's barely divided government. Wall Street was hoping for something a little bit more than just, you know, inching into divided government by a couple of seats. Um, Neil, by the way, this is one of the, an unusual election in American history, the highest percentage of incumbents won and not all the seats have been settled in the House yet, there might only be one flip in the Senate, and that was Pennsylvania. Hmm. Safest job in America during this 2022 was a politician running for reelection, because they all seem to have won. Uh, And so Wall Street was hoping for something more so that the Republicans would have more of a mandate to push back to get that true gridlock. It was worried that it wasn't going to get that true gridlock, and I think the reaction was yesterday, why the stock market was down over 2% yesterday. It was hoping for more gridlock. It got less.
0: Interesting. Jim, Lou, thank you both. I want to go to Susan Lee right now because another story you're not hearing as much